1: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports, as much of the grain belt needs rain. And APAS calls for government drought aid. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 6.20 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly sunny with a high of 28 degrees today. 30% chance of showers tonight and risk of a thunderstorm. The low 13. Tomorrow sunny. Increasing cloudiness in the afternoon. 60% chance of showers late in the afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 30. The high 27. Tomorrow the low 12. Saturday partly cloudy. 30% chance of showers. The high 19. The low 9. Sunday, sunny with a high 21, the low 9. Monday, sunny, the high 25, the low 12. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 22, the low 12. Wednesday, cloudy, 60%, chance of showers, the high 20. Normal high for this date is 23, the normal low is 9. The sun rose at 4.47 this morning. It sets at 9.10 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot, Valmarie in the far southwest corner at 29. Up north, of course, it's where it's the cold spot. Jimmy Lake is at 15 degrees. The sun rose once again, 447. Boy, that's early. The set's at 910. Round the province, Estevan, 26. Saskatoon, 24. Swift Current, 27. Weyburn, 25. Yorkton is 23. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's 26. That's 79 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-southwest at 4. Humidity is 32%. The barometer dropping 100.8. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 26. Winds are from the northeast to date. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy in 26. That's 79 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best online at McDougallAuction.com And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Storms are unpredictable. We aren't. You're always covered with smhi.ca. File your crop report by June 15th. The latest crop report says many areas of Saskatchewan need rain for proper development. Provincial crops analyst Corey Jacobs says parts of the southeast had large amounts of rain, with Weyburn recording up to 69 millimeters and Broadview 25 millimeters. But he says most of the grain belt needs rain because of extremely dry weather
2: the province does need rain but there's, there's the area that is in the, in the most extremely driest conditions and they did not receive any rain this this past week there was a bit of isolated rain showers that were reported kind of in the southeast part of the province kind of in that wayburn area and stretching up towards broadview and then uh you know around that metal Lake minster area they had a decent amount of rain uh, last week as well
1: which is the worst area for needing rain
2: I would say it's probably central Saskatchewan and that stretches east into, you know, that windyard area, south towards Moose Jaw and, and west into that Kindersley Swift Current area, Maple Creek area. It's it's a very large area, you know, even up towards Saskatoon that is very, very short on moisture and could use rain pretty much now.
1: You talked about Weyburn and some areas receiving some rain. How much rain did they get?
2: So the Weyburn area received up to 69 millimeters of rain. And, you know, there were some isolated areas around there that got a little bit less, but overall they did quite well. And that's the type of rain that we need right now across the province to just bring back and replenish some topsoil moisture conditions and get the crops and, and hay and pasture land growing.
1: Is seeding mostly complete?
2: Across the province, we would say seeding is most complete. There is some, you know, maybe some late green feeder silage that is still to go in, but we would say it's mostly complete across the province.
1: How is crop germination?
2: It's definitely been patchy and slow in some areas, especially where we have the the shallow seeded crops like canola. So it hasn't been great. This is where the rain is really needed to get those crops up and and germinating and emerging.
1: Tell me about the topsoil moisture rating.
2: So across the province, cropland topsoil moisture is rated as 21% adequate, 42% short, and 37% very short. And on the hayland and pasture, top cell moisture is rated as 17% adequate, 32% short, and 51% very short. So uh, those numbers each week are really reflecting that, that need for rainfall across the province.
1: And where is crop development?
2: I guess crop development, we, we would kind of call it behind to normal for this type of the year, depending where you are in the province. Just a few highlights, fall cereals. Across the province, they're reported as 37% in the shot blade or or flag leaf stage, 28% reported as heading, 43% of the cereals reported as tillering, 30% of the canola reported as emerging, and 37% in the seedling stage, with 34% of the flax in the seedling stage as well. And then the pulse crops, 95% across the province are either in that emerging or vegetative stage.
1: And what were some of the main causes of crop damage this past week?
2: There were a few. Mainly, there was some frost report in the province. The winds, insects, flea beetles, cutworms, grasshoppers, and wireworm reports as well. And, of course, the big one is, is the lack of moisture across the province.
1: Where was the frost damage?
2: I heard some localized areas in the north part of the province, east central. It's a little, I think they were still doing assessments, a little late to be receding. And I'm not sure how severe or how or the duration of the frost, but there was definitely some.
1: Where does seem to be the worst areas for flea beetles and other insects?
2: It's quite province-wide. You know, we, we have, in terms of flea beetles, canola grown corner to corner in the province, in, in all regions. So I, we have lots of canola acres there, so the flea beetle population will be high everywhere. So it's pretty much province-wide. We're seeing insect damage everywhere.
1: Corey Jacob compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Saskatchewan stock growers are worried about a shortage of veterinarians in rural parts of the province. Members approved a resolution at this week's annual meeting calling on the province to fund additional seats at the Western College of Veterinary Medicine to resolve a shortage of rural veterinarians. Other resolutions called on Ottawa to delay new regulations for transporting cattle by truck. The Environmental Stewardship Award went to Randy and Terry Stokey of Willow Creek Ranch from Govanlock. The Stokeys are longtime advocates for prairie conservation practices and preservation of species at risk. This is Countdown to Farm Progress, brought to you by Zipperlock Building Company, built in hours to last a lifetime. See them in Raymore or call one 692 5515 And brought to you by Farmtronics, your farm electronics specialist since 1977, serving you for over 40 years. Call 1-800-667-8001 for a free catalogue. More than 200 exhibitors will be featured at the Canada Farm Progress Show, which opens Wednesday in Regina, at Evraz Place. Manager Shirley Genesco says there are over 500 foreign delegations from 55 countries like Brazil, Ethiopia, China, India and Mongolia.
3: They
2: like how we do business. They, they like our equipment, they like our machinery. They value how we are smart farmers um, in Canada and they want to learn and grow and take back that knowledge with them to their country.
1: The Farm Progress Show attracts close to 40,000 visitors. I'm Jim Smalley with Countdown to Farm Progress, which runs Wednesday, June 19th to Friday the 21st. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Digelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Saskatchewan's General Farm Group is calling for government drought aid. APAS president Todd Lewis says many farmers are facing a third year of below average moisture and he wants government support for farm water supplies.
3: Well programs, dugout programs, and. You know, unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the dugout programs and things like that, they don't won't really help if, until we get some runoff in, in, into next spring and so on. But anything that, you know, if there's some ideas within the province and so on, and as producers, uh, you know, the well situation, water table's pretty low in some cases, and deeper wells may have to be dug, and if the water's available at the deeper levels, if we can get a little help there to have some of that water reached and made available for cattle, that's going to be pretty important going forward through this year. And it's been so cumulative over the last three years that the water table is, down, so uh, anything we can have the province do to help along with that situation would be more than welcome. And you know, it's pretty tough on our on our uh, producers. We've heard lots from producers across the province about about the dry conditions, and it's a pretty serious situation.
1: You want livestock tax deferral as well?
3: Yeah, that's uh, asked from the federal government last year. We asked for it as well, and uh you know, I think this year uh, certainly the entire province is in a feed shortage. So I think the trigger on the uh, I believe on the, that livestock deferral uh, is tied to weather, uh, 50% or less abnormal rainfall in large part of the province has been affected that way. So the uh, sooner we can get that in place, the better. Uh, it's not a fix-all, of course, but it gives certainty to producers that the tax planning and so on. And so the sooner we can get that in place, the better. And depending on when, when producers want to market their cattle and what cattle they want to market as well is pretty important. So I think if we can have that put in place sooner than later, it will add some certainty to uh, the tax planning scenario for a lot of producers.
1: Now I see you're also asking the province to set up a, a drought committee. What would be its function? I think
3: just to uh, make sure that producers have some communication, that we're not going to be in a situation where... Uh people fall through the cracks, you know, if there's some ideas on, uh, you know, different things that can be done to help producers, it's not always about money, maybe it's making lands available, maybe it's who knows what may come out of a committee like that, but I think communications are important, and certainly nobody can make it rain, but if we can have good communication between producers and governments, I think that's something that would be uh, good for both sides.
1: And also I see you're asking crop insurance to get involved or, or do some participation, tell me about that.
3: Well, I think as time goes on, you know, we've got lots of potential in this year's crop yet, but unfortunately on, on the hay and forage side, you know, the first cut's basically set and it's going to be pretty poor. And depending on future rainfall, you know, the second cut is going to be non-existent or very little as well. So crop insurance, if it remains dry in some areas, you know, I think we're going to want to see uh, crop insurance quickly right, right off some of those crops. So uh, producers will be able to graze them or use them for silage and those kind of issues. Uh, it's, something that hasn't, it's not something that hasn't been asked for or done before. And it's just something we're asking that the plan's get in place. To- now because this seems like this drought is pretty widespread and as i've said before it's in the third year here in some areas and so we need the plan in place and you know crop insurance is aware of this so it's just something that we've asked for and look forward to talk to crop insurance about it and uh, hopefully seeing that being put in place
1: your release talks about the stress it's putting on producers tell me about that
3: well, certainly, when you uh, have animals and you're chasing feed and water, it's uh, hard times. And, you know, it's, it's just the feed. And it's very predictable where, you know, as we go down into the summer months here with the real hot weather and it's putting stress on the cattle herd. And a lot of cattle are going to have to go to market. And, you know, over the next few months here, if things don't improve. And so it's uh, added uncertainty to producers. And when your herd is under stress, producers are certainly under stress as well. So we've heard a lot lots of that from our membership.
1: Todd Lewis is president of APAS and Farms at Gray southeast of regina Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hallas Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation call, 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. The latest Viterra prices for canola rose a dollar 50 at 42132. Oats gained a dollar 43 at 19650. Number 1 red spring wheat fell 44 cents at $240.09. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred thirty nine fifty one. Feed barley two hundred twelve dollars sixty three cents. Flax four hundred seventy two forty two. Yellow peas two hundred thirty nine fifty four. Feed wheat one hundred ninety six ninety eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat is down a half cent at five hundred sixty four and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642 4180 or Weyburn 842 4574.
2: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of June 11th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Haferette sold from 98 cents to $1.23. D1 and D2 cows sold from 81 cents to 99 cents. D3 cows sold from $0. $0.60 to $0. $0.80. Counter cows sold from $0. $0.10 to $0. $0.40, and good butcher bulls sold from $1.07 to $1.31. There weren't enough feeders and any weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Wayburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices
3: too.
4: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 183 to 188 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 186 to 188 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices are trading higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is down 7 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3278. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.06 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets were mixed in the latest round, with Iowa Southern Minnesota and Western Cornboat reporting regions up by $1.11 a hundredweight on average. Slaughter numbers remain up around the new normal, which sees the daily kill come in at more than 470,000 and often approaches 480,000 head. Pork production remains high, and the pork cutout continues to struggle to gain traction, which is now hovering around seasonal lows going back to 2013. This morning's export sales report showed that China committed to another 2,400 metric tons of future purchases, but the amount was just slightly over 10% of the weekly commitments. Physical deliveries of muscle cuts show that China did take delivery of 5,200 metric tons, and it should also be noted that this is the largest single-week year-to-date shipment on record. The market, however, has shrugged off the news as it is increasingly looking like China and the USA are in for a prolonged period of tension and uncertainty.
1: And so the outlook today, mainly sunny with a high of 28 degrees, 30% chance of showers tonight, risk of a thunderstorm, the low 13 Tomorrow, sunny, increasing cloudiness in the afternoon, then 60% chance of showers late in the afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 30, the high 27, Friday the low 12. In Regina, partly cloudy and 26, that's 79 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.